Hi, and welcome to Beyond the First Response. It's Christy Lister here with my co-host. Sierra Madrid. Hi, everybody. <laughs> we're excited today because we're doing a little bonus episode today. Uh, happy Memorial Day to everybody. And thank you to all of those who have served our country, um, both by losing their lives and by protecting us, whether they are still serving as, as military or as a first responder. Yeah, that's why we want to talk about it today. We are so thankful for you and everything you do as previously served or still serving, and then the ones that have furthered themselves and become a first responder. We know your trials and tribulations, and we are appreciative, thankful, and we want to talk about you and see if we could help you today. Absolutely. Interesting enough, last year, I was at police week and I was speaking to a couple of the officers that were there and some of them were vets and they have found it harder to serve on the streets in their communities than they have um, overseas. And that's such a crazy statistic for me today, I guess, because you would think it would be worse there. Right. But there's the connection to your home. There's a connection to your town. And I could see why they 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 became military and are amazing at that job. And then first responders because their way to disconnect, um, which is not a great coping mechanism, but it's it's there, and that's how they do their jobs well. So over there is way easy to disconnect from right. home and all that, that's whereas true. you're patrolling the street over. Yeah. That's true. You and, control the street from your home. That, yeah, that's true. You can even actually, I guess, looking at it that way, um, they're retiring much like first responders retire if they don't have a hobby or something to do. Uh, not even a hobby. If they don't have something to do after they retire, it sits with them. It's the same concept. Unfortunately, the streets here have become like a war zone in many ways. And it's... Oh, yeah. It's made it worse. Now, I did find some statistics earlier today when I was looking. Um, I like history, and I can't believe I didn't know this. But Memorial Day, one, was originally called Decorative Day. And they started celebrating that on May 30th in 18, I think it was 1868. But the original day that it was um, done was May 1st, 1865, uh, by freed slaves. They unburied the Union prisoners in the Confederate prisons. They unburied them, and they brought them home and reburied them and honored them by, by marching in their honor for them freeing, helping to free them. So what an honor, really. And there was like 800 or 2,800 young kids, young African-American kids that also marched to honor those that tried to protect them. That's amazing. Like, it just shows we are, as humans, we can grow and learn through hard times. Yep. And the good thing is, you know, sometimes we get, <laughs> yeah, we get stuck in that stuff. And we can turn it around and, and reconnect with our communities properly. But honoring them, looking at our numbers. So all of you, all of our listeners know by now, if you go to firsthelp.org and uh, backslash the numbers, or click on the little hamburger up top and find the numbers. It's, it's near the middle of our menu. Um, 
looking on there, I looked on there today, and 397 of our law of our first responders that have died by suicide were military, served in the military. Now, it was 318 of those were actually law enforcement, but we have to remember we've been keeping those numbers longer. We've been gathering those numbers longer. But overall, they're still skewed numbers in a whole because we're on, these are only the ones that have been reported to us. Right, and we, and we know very well how many are not reported um, just on a daily basis. Right. So it, the numbers are very skewed. Unfortunately. And we have to honor them and, and yeah. everything that they do. And especially when it comes to understanding, you had pulled out a statistic, 30% of first responders, veterans included, come out of the, the job with PTSD or a form of PTSD, or as people like to say now, PTSI. And that's an outstanding, uh, I don't want to say outstanding, that's probably not the, the best word, uh, a numbing amount, really, of how right. how many people and come out and, and struggle. No wonder we're getting this suicide right. rate that we have. Right, and then at the same time, like <clears throat> the like the broader picture is how many are struggling silently right. of that of that seventy percent that is not has not come out and said, "I'm struggling. I need help." What of that 70% has some PTSD, PSI, um, or PTSI, PTS, like, there, you know, there's so many different um, ways to describe the trauma that they have endured. So what of that 70%? And we're not, that's obviously because, it, well, we'd love to know it because that's what we do every day in our work and um, everything we fight for is breaking that stigma. But in all reality, we'll never be we'll never be a perfect human race that comes out and says, I'm struggling today. <clears throat> so I would like if I was to guess and knowing the vets that I know and knowing the first responders I know, I would say it's more like 50 to 70. I know that's a big, broad range, but I feel like 50 to 70 would be a more accurate PTSD number. Yeah, I have to agree with you because often people suffer in silence because they don't believe that somebody else is struggling or will understand the struggle because they don't understand the struggle in that moment. And I've certainly been there um, all too many times, as I've said in the past. But what if you were that one of that 70% of silent that said, hey, that was a shit call and that really bothered me. That's going to open up somebody else. And that's going to turn that, that around. We are speaking more about it. We are um, finding ways and learning resiliency and providing mental health training so that hopefully we'll lower those numbers. Again, reality is we won't really know because people don't speak up. They don't give themselves a voice when they're struggling. It's often, you know, when you're on this side of suicide and not on that front side. So hopefully... The more we talk about this, hopefully the more we gather information and statistically see changes happening and voices being spoken, you'll see that down the line in first responders. But first and foremost, it's okay to not be okay. And as everybody knows, our new campaign, new slash old campaign, I will listen. 
And that has been a term I was using well before hashtag I will listen came out. Mine's had more like, you know, if you need to talk, I'm not going to judge what you're saying. You know, there's no judgment. I'm an ear. I'm a shoulder. That's what it is. Same concept. But I will listen. And you just need, I almost feel like I need to just walk into the room every day. I will listen. They'd probably look at me like, what? Right. Right. Yeah. Well, even the um, the hashtag, so what? Because, I mean, I know that one has been used, too, yes. with us, uh, with the organization. Because it is. It's so what? So what? You you had a bad call. It affected you. So what? Yeah. Talk about it. Let's let's talk about that. And because they all, right, they all flow together. Yes. Like, so what? So what that you're affected by that call? I will listen. Right. And... You matter, you know, all, every hashtag you can think of is exactly what we're working towards of reducing the stigma. Exactly. So for all of our, our first responders out there and their families, uh, you're not alone. And even if they, your first responder, veteran, military, you know, died by suicide while serving, um, know that they are being honored today and that's the number one important thing they died in the line of duty or they died serving their country and we should and always will honor them each and every day every single day yes and we all go out there and we have fun okay I went camping I got to you know enjoy but I also still had conversations with people because conversations right. are, and it doesn't have to be around the kitchen table. Those happen to be around the campfires, but still places you can sit and open and feel welcome. Right. And as um, it was said to me um, by somebody or they posted it on social media one year that most people, I feel like most people nowadays, and this isn't my words, I feel like most people just take this as another day, like, oh, yeah, three-day weekend, and, you know, you get all these amazing sales at all these places where it's it shouldn't be about that. Like, yes, we get a three-day weekend. You're allowed to smile. You're allowed to have fun. But we should honor our, our veterans. Um, I'm going to attempt the Murph for my first time ever. So... <clears throat> Yeah, I know. Good luck. <laughs> I know. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure and tell you if I do not do the whole thing. Right. <laughs> if I don't mentally psych myself out. But that is like, it's a way, and I and I, I never understood it before, but after reading into it, um, and then somebody at my gym said, if you stop when you're doing it and think about what you're going through and you start thinking about somebody that, that you know, love, respect, that have, you've lost, military um, especially, you're honoring that today by just getting through the workout. And I'm like, oh, well, that's, that's easy. Like so if you true. change the mindset that way. Right. It's just a, yeah, a flip like, of yeah. your mindset. Oh, it's that? Well, here's another 10. Absolutely. Right. Let me just do these pull-ups real quick. <laughs> right. I, I love quotes. I, I have a board in my office at work. Um, and I actually have some dry erase boards here in my office at home. I should just put quotes up there too, but I always try and find a positive quote. And, um, so I love quotes and I'm just looking at Memorial day quotes. Our nation owes a debt 
to its fallen heroes that we can never fully repay. And that was Barack Obama. So true. We, we owe them our lives. They gave their lives so that we could keep living. And that's, um, that's a debt nobody can ever repay. Nothing can pay that back. And then... And even our... Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Even our, um, even our living ones, even our vets that have gone through combat and um, struggle, even if they don't admit that they struggle, even the ones that admit that they struggle and need help, we honor them that day too because there is <clears throat> pieces of them that are forever changed from serving. Yes, absolutely. In moral injury, they often are coming back if they have not been physically been injured um, while serving, and that's serving as a first responder. I mean, military is, you know, in that first responder realm when I'm speaking of this, but if they're a veteran, if, they're, if they were hurt overseas while serving, deployed, um, they're coming back with physical injuries, and the ones that aren't coming back with physical injuries are coming back with moral injuries. And you can't take that away from them. Um, you learn to live with it. You learn to accept that it's part of who you are now and try and, and learn that it, it was your duty or your job to do what had to be done there to keep your country safe. And that that alone, right. that moral... It, I, I look at moral injury much like um, uh, domestic violence, you know, people, uh, physical violence, domestic violence, and, and emotional abuse. Um, I've been through both, and I always say, God, the, at least the physical heals. The emotional never goes away. The bruises fade. Yeah, yeah. The and bruises that's, fade, right? You will always have something that will pop up and be like, oh, that. And there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. You know, the smells, sounds, whatever. There's nothing you can do about it. And it's unfortunate that, you know, that doesn't just, it doesn't fade. You learn to live with it and you let it, you let it rest and have a good coping skill when that trigger comes up, when that feeling comes up, you take a breath or whatever you find works for you in that moment. And that's a huge way to overcome or to, to keep moving forward in that. Um, John, John F. Kennedy, as we express our gratitude, we must forget that we must, I'm sorry, let me start over. When we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not the utter to, not to, oh my goodness, one more time. As we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter the words, but to live by them. Okay, that kind of goes with the moral injury, right? The, the emotional, yeah. Right. We, I, I, I don't even actually have words for it right now. See, I'm, as I'm he's, looking this for quotes. Saying, Go ahead. No, as he's essentially saying, I'm taking it is when you utter those words, you bring it up. Yes. Right? Am I, am I feeling this right? I know oh, that you, you know process right, right, it. Right, right, right. When you yes. So you utter words. You go through those phases. Yeah, you're processing it. Wait a think, Sierra. Way to bring that around. This this one, I think, has to go on my board. No duty is more urgent than that of returning thanks. Thanks is an appreciation that al allows somebody to go back out there on the road, to go back there overseas, to make decisions that nobody should have to make, knowing that their country appreciates what they've done for them. It doesn't make it easier. Right. And they don't get enough. Right. And that was from James Allen. 
but they don't get enough. You know, appreciation is something that no money can buy. No, no. It's, it's, it's absolutely priceless. Like, um, and that it, <clears throat> it's on the same lines of just helping yourself all around. Uh, when you, a banks can change somebody's day, especially uh, one that is broken. So we'll say nobody's, everybody's broken. Everybody is. Everybody is. Yep. We're all broken in different. You're not broken. Everybody has broken pieces. Right. We're all broken at different. We're all broken. We're just broken more in different times. Right. So when you recognize somebody for what they've done, I mean, because look, during police week, we're always like, if you see a police officer, thank them. Thank them for what they do. It should be the same way for every single person that does everything that they can for this country. Yes. Veterans active military, even, you know, junior cadets that are doing something as a child, essentially still right, working to better well, our country. And I have a to thank s- you is a huge. thank you is huge. And I have to say, I've met, I've met some of the explorers, junior cadets and you, and spoke with them, you know, as I talked to the new hires, I've spoke with them and I had one, one time she broke down and, and was able to tell a story that she got off her chest and nobody knew about it in that room. She never told, you know, the sergeants in charge. She never told anybody. And afterwards, I said to one of the sergeants, you know, the kids left. He, I go, did you know about that? He goes, I had no idea. And it happened in the same town in which we were in. But he had no idea that the two were related. So teaching the process. This is, a, I had one more. Hold on, let me see. I lost it. Um, it is foolish and wrong to mourn the men who died. Rather, we should thank God such men lived. George S. Patton. And that goes for no matter how they died in that process. We're, we are honoring them every day. That's what First Help does. We're honoring them. We're teaching, educating, so that we can prevent, right? We're leading our prevention by teaching and educating. So everybody should go out and have a good time. It's a short one today, but enjoy the day. Honor our veterans and our first responders, both that are still here, both that have retired, both that are serving, over, you know, not only deployed, but serving even if it's the reserves, right? And foremost, also honor right. their families because they are serving with them. Take a moment just to remember that because of veterans and because of our first responders, we're able to walk the streets in a um in freedom and without them we would not be able to do that today so thank you for all you guys have done enjoy the weather and most importantly enjoy your family and be thankful to everything and everyone absolutely have a wonderful day bye